You're listening to the Bingo Hall Boys. My name is Jake, and joining me as my co-host, Mitch. One of us is drinking tonight, and it's not me. Uh, we'll, we'll see if you can do an introduction better. How are you doing, bud? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. That's that's the right word. How are you? I, I, I feel like I've had a marathon of a week, and I'm, I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to end it. The week, not yeah, life. Yeah. Um, so what have you been up to? I'm <laughs> if weather's been bad by me and I'm getting really bad ice storms, I can only imagine how it is for you up north. Yeah, it's and it's like it's weird. Like, don't get me wrong, it's it's been really cold, but for how bad the cold snap was supposed to be, we definitely didn't get the worst of it. Like up northern in the province from us and probably southern. I think we kind of dodged the the very coldest. So I mean like nice it was still like minus 40 something so it's still cold but but like when there are years where minus 50 and even minus 60 or things that happen by comparison it's like oh well that wasn't as bad as i expected so yeah we're surviving not as bad as i expected is probably what i'm going to say after kota bushi fights Manny pacquiao in japan i don't know the details on this like at all it's just one of the things that like uh i just did a quick scroll through twitter after work just be like what's going on in the wrestling world uh and that was uh that was a weird one so i don't know is it tag the team same... tag team down the road <laughs> is it the same like weird thing that manny fought in a little bit ago too that's what i'm thinking because he did some other like non-boxing fight right yeah dude i'm i'm so into that i'm i'm so the only thing really announced is that Kodo Bushi is doing GCW for was it Mania weekend? Yeah, yeah, because he's doing Bloodsport blood and one sport. other show. Bloodsport against Speedball. Dude, Speedball versus Bailey. I'm like, on any other show, I'm like, oh my God. On Bloodsport, I'm like, huh, that could be rough. I'm I'm not the biggest Bloodsport guy. It's because like when it's awesome, it's awesome. But then there's also like eight other matches on that card. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, yeah, uh... I'd say if, if like a quarter of the matches are awesome, it's been a pretty good, pretty good one. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Mania weekend. I think it's going to be brutal and there's no way we're covering it like we did last year. Oh God. It's no. like, we're going to watch everything, right? That was a huge mistake. <laughs> That's the last one. It's the I'm last one I'm doing from it. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that at all. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, <laughs> you want to you want to talk Vince McMahon? Do, do we have <clears throat> to? I mean, we're going to, and we're going to keep talking about him because it's going to keep fucking happening. But take it away. I mean, dude, the dude just got his fourth uh, sexual assault lawsuit against him. His attorneys are working overtime. Um, in a mutual forum that we're both on, <clears throat> uh, there was a poll that asked, who's the greatest wrestling faction of all time? And I voted Ben Spickman's personal attorneys. These guys have their work cut out for them, dude. Like <laughs> the fact that I'm, I'm so into this because the majority of the women who 
have been essayed by Vince McMahon, like have already like received money or like, you know, trying to move on with their lives. And now with the new laws in New York and California, mm-hmm. it's like uh statute of limitations is like no longer a thing. Mm-hmm. So we can go back and retry. And I think Vince McMahon's going to be losing a lot of money because he wants all of this to go away. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it with the uh, reader Chatterton? It was like his lawyer came out and was like, he never raped her. He just wanted this to go away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, whatever, Jerry. Um, yeah. I don't really have much to say on this one besides fuck that dude. And I hope that this costs him a lot of money. Could you imagine if they'd made Jerry an on-screen character in the Attitude Era? I'm honestly, if given the fact that I hated the Attitude Era and I will never watch it, if you were just like, "Hey, Jake, you know that Jerry McDivitt actually like sexually assaulted a woman on live TV?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't doubt you at all." I mean, I'm saying this like I know he wasn't a character in it, but he could have been for all I know. That's what I'm saying. You could you could just lie and just be like, mm-hmm. you know, he beat Kane, right? On an episode of Raw after The Rock hit him in the head with a sledgehammer. I believe it. Um, Let's see. Sp- speaking of getting hit in the head with a sledgehammer, you want to talk Royal Rumble? <laughs> Yeah, but I don't want to start with the match that made me feel like that. Can we start with the part that didn't suck? It did open the show anyways, so... Can I start with the part that made me feel like I got hit in the head with the sledgehammer? All right. So, right now, my wife and I are going um, and checking out all the Oscar-nominated movies that we haven't seen yet. Uh, One of them was... We watched... It's it's actually, if anyone wants to uh, jump on the peacock and watch it, it's called Tar. It's not going to be for everyone. It's like a two and a half hour slow burn. It is. I my wife didn't care for it and fell asleep. I fucking loved it. Sound design was awesome. Just the the blocking where the actors were in relation to what the camera was tracking was phenomenal. Um, it built tension um, through the entire movie, and it had such a satisfying payoff. And then the next fucking thing I watch is the Royal Rumble. And I, I'm, I'm not kidding. It felt like I'm, I felt stupid. I'm like, I'm actively losing brain cells watching this shit. I haven't watched WWE in forever. Was it that one Survivor Series match? I'm like, dude, like just immediately jumping in with the shitty production to open up the show. And it's like, and then all of a sudden there's like a very like well-groomed metrosexual man growling at me. Now it's time for the Royal Rumble. Everyone does a Vince growl. Fucking sucks. And then Pat McAfee comes out and everyone loses their shit. And I'm like, really? Like, what What are we, what are we doing? And then the men's Royal Rumble started. And before we get into the booking and the winner and all that stuff, off the top of your head, what were the stories that were in this match? WWE is so good at telling stories, Mitch. Uh, what were the stories in this match? I have one. I can't remember it. There was one that set up a Mania match, 
and I've forgotten what it was. I have a couple. So in the first 10 minutes of this match, there's like fucking, I don't know, 15 people in it. The stories that I picked up on were Seamus and Walter hate each other. Still mm-hmm. beat the shit out of each other. Um, The New Day literally just slapping ass. And uh, Brock Lesnar is a bigger star than everyone else in this match. That's all I got. And then nothing changed for the rest of the match. I guess there were little like feud things, but really those are the only stories that they tell was like, Oh, Oh shit. Forgot to mention my favorite part in this match. They didn't even show like randomly um, Austin Creed and uh, Chad Gable started shoot wrestling in the middle of the ring. And I was like, Oh, Hey, hold I know what you're doing. And I was like, oh, this is actually really cool. And then they fucking cut away seven times. And then it was over. And I was like, you guys suck. You're the absolute worst. Like whenever something really fun and original is kind of happening in this fun gimmick match to start the show, you're like, no, seven cuts in seven seconds. I have to actually look up the elimination order because I know there was one where I was like, oh, this is cool. They're setting up a media match. Was it Bobby Lashley Lesnar? No, no. I'm not editing out. This and no, song. it was not Edge and Ender. Prince Devitt either, because that, that was, part sucked. That was terrible, dude. Um, Edge looks terrible. He he does. So we, does his wife, dude. Like we we chanted like they, they did an <clears throat> Edge's better chant when Christian was in Canada because Christian was a heel and like it was mean to lie to him. <laughs> like I feel bad. I genuinely feel bad that we tried to pull that wool wool over his eyes because it was never even close to true. I don't know a fucking clue what match I think I was seeing. Maybe it was on the women's side. That's how blurry my my memory was. It are. uh Baron Corbin versus anybody at this point? Was it Logan Paul Ricochet? No, but that spot was fucking awesome. If by awesome you mean overrated, then I totally 100% agree. <laughs> I, I just, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm not, I'm going to let anyone who enjoyed that, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. Enjoy what you enjoy. I don't care. But I will say, I'm like, what, what was the fucking move there? Like, what were they going for? It was the comic book move where the two people like clash in midair and the big comic bubble pops up and then Oh no, I, I, I get it. I've seen I've seen Ricochet Will Osprey, but I uh I, I failed to see like what they were going for. The entire time I I like was watching this, I was just like I felt fucking dumb because I've just been harassed by people who love WWE and like tell me about how much better the storytelling is in WWE and how they don't just do moves to do moves. And then they do something like that. And then like the crowd loses their shit. And I'm like, what was the move? Like, what were they going for that? And I learned, (laughs) I learned that Logan Paul can jump farther than Ricochet. Oh yeah. Which I was like, Holy shit. You know what? I don't think we needed to learn that. It's not a secret that Logan's a better athlete than 98% of the people in that company. That's not news. Yeah, but when the other person is Ricochet, 
now to be to be fair ricochet is retired he is he is uh enjoying enjoying main event um but yeah dude i was uh i was kind of surprised by that but anyway uh so yeah cody wins the american roller coaster coming in at number 30 which okay i'm sorry i guess i'm just ranting this entire fucking episode (laughs) triple h almost one booker of the year for so many different places it was like fightful he was like 30 something percent and i was like what the fuck are you guys talking about you know no he's a really good booker he's really good at storytelling he, he, he has a, a basic understanding of how to tell a story. Mitch, I'm, I'm going to tell you what happened, and I want you to tell me uh, who won the match. So uh, we've got the polar opposite here. Someone comes in in one of the first two spots, goes the distance, looks like a badass, and wins the Royal Rumble. The second person, Came in at number 30 after everyone's beating the shit out of each other. Throws out the person that was the first person in the match and wins. Which is the good guy and which is the bad guy? Who is the badass and who is the like that dude, that person did not deserve that victory. That's so lame. And you picked the wrong day to ask me about it because my... My answer has to go back to my childhood heroes, the Mr. Perfect and the genius Lenny Poffo. <laughs> you know, rest in peace, Lenny. I'm yeah. so, Lenny, I'm so sorry. It sucks. Um, the genius. But, like, I loved the heel commentators and I loved the heel shtick. So Kid Me would have been all about Mr. Perfect coming in at 30 and, like, fucking throwing Hulk Hogan over that stupid piece of shit that came in at number one and went the distance. So, Can like, imagine? don't try and tell me Cody ain't the good guy here. Because <laughs> that like Ventura would have my back on that one, but I mean, obviously Gunther's the babyface in this scenario. That's... Yeah, the guy named after a Nazi. Yeah, yeah, he's the. No, he's they the removed the last name. It's just a very common German first name now. Even though More he's so than Walter. Yeah, Walter. V- Walter. Yeah, I just I don't know. I Cody entering at thirty was kind of lame. It fucking sucked, especially when you announce it ahead of time. Like, they why? Announced it? Yeah, they did. Like, oh weeks my god, ago. they announced it weeks ago. Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, so everyone was kinda, waiting. I just kind of started to draw that conclusion as we got further and further down the card, and I was like, "Oh shit, they're really going to do them last, aren't they?" And this then Logan roster. Paul came out, and it was like, "Oh yeah, they actually are." This roster's fucked. Like seriously, it's a Triple H roster. You saw how many big hgh got guys were in this match right like johnny gargano we got <laughs> the miz who looked like a bigger geek baron corbin or carrying cross carrying cross correct who looked like a bigger geek booker t or carrying cross uh uh I kind of want to say Booker T just because that was like super anticlimactic, but it was like a legend spot. So I'm going to say Karrion Cross. Correct. Who looked like a bigger geek? Karrion Cross or literally anybody else? Holy fuck, was that bad? Uh, yeah, dude. I 
the TikTok man has fallen far. Uh, the TikTok man looks like a fucking retired mafia guy who never got the job done. He just doesn't stack up compared to the rest of the oh, roster. Like that was all. embarrassing. I feel like it was very symbolic the way Tri- like he got thrown out super early. He was just like fucking done with that toy. Yep. Yeah, I just, I've really, <clears throat> in watching the men's rumble, it's just like, okay, I'll circle back around. Mitch, I'll ask you a question. Why did Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble? Like, okay, like, like, yeah, like, why, why did he win? Why, why did they pick him to be the winner of the Royal Rumble? Because they have zero stars and he came over and they have to do right by him. They have no fucking stars. <laughs> like, on who else was going to win that fucking match? The Rock said no. Stone Cold said no. Is Sami Zayn? Yeah, but are you really going to have that dude win the WWE Universal Championships and then not go to the Blood Money shows? Is that guy really going to be the main event of WrestleMania and then you sell to a Saudi Arabia private company? I can't wait till Brandy Rhodes has to put over the Blood Money show. I cannot wait. You and me both, because she's going to be wrestling on it. Mm-hmm. I Cody Rhodes is a star. Mm-hmm. One of the only ones they have on the roster. But guess what? Y'all are so fucking bad at making stars. He had to leave your company, become a star. And then come back for more, like hold you up for more money. The only other option was have Brock Lesnar win it again. Which I'm not, dude. Brock Lesnar winning the Royal Rumble and then main eventing WrestleMania again would make me so happy. The dude's awesome. He's like the only person on this roster that has like a presence to him. That feels like dangerous and cool. Fuck, man. I I legitimately hated every single second I watched of watching the show. <laughs> you don't you didn't even like the Logan Paul Ricochet spot. It was fun. Honestly, I would have laughed my ass off if they missed it entirely and they were just cutting to someone in the crowd picking their fucking nose. Like I legitimately pissed off watching this because I'm like no one's a star. Like no one. Carrying cross doesn't fucking matter. Uh, what's his name? The street prophet dude who's like is like the Shawn Michaels of his group. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montez. Yeah, Bianca's uh, husband. Yes, that dude's rad, but he did like nothing, and so I'm just like, what yeah, he was the in there, fuck, like guys, he was barely in there. Yeah, forty five fucking seconds. I'm like, you have you. There are people on this roster who could be stars. But whenever the biggest people are Logan Paul and then Cody Rhodes, I'm like, yeah, your homegrown talent is working out well. That performance center is paying for itself. Fuck off. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to mention about the, the men's rumble? I, I hate Logan Paul, but he kind of kicks ass. Like, I get it. It's really fucking talented. He's like the best person they He's have. He's a fucking stud. Yeah, fuck continually that impressed by him, but fuck yourself, Logan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, whenever you think about it, it's like, 
professional wrestlers almost as a whole are pieces of shit, so he fits right in. Yeah. Um, Where else do you want to go? Well, we we have to talk about the the elephant in the room in that event, not the Rumble match. The match that came after, which is hilarious because this is after Cody Rhodes gets his big moment leading to WrestleMania. He gets his big star-making moment, and we immediately move to the Mountain Dew Just Fest match. We need to overshadow his win. Describe describe what this match was to the fans because there we had no idea what this match yeah. was going to be. We knew it was a sponsored match from Mountain Dew Pitch Black. Um, I don't even know if we have that in Canada. I, I don't really drink Mountain Dew. Is it just like a different color? Is it a different flavor? I don't even know what it is. Well, as a not-so-proud American, but still American, I can tell you there are like... Uh, Mountain Dew is basically uh it's like Gatorade pop a million different colors. Right. There's like there's so many different co- like colors and flavors and versions. There's diet, there's zero sugar. Uh KFC had one like their own exclusive flavor. <laughs> I would legitimately my wife and I drove 15 minutes to go try it. It was called Sweet Lightning. The flavor of this Mountain Dew was honey and peach. Honey and peach flavored Mountain Dew. Shit fucking ruled. We didn't order any food. We just got the soda and left. Oh, it's amazing. They discontinued it. Very American sense. Fucking rad. (laughs) Then there's the there's the code red, which is cherry. Uh, Live wire, which is cough syrup. Uh, What else do we have? The Baja Blast. That's the Taco Bell flavor. Uh, I literally have a brother who's going to die from cancer because he drinks like two liters of Mountain Dew every day. I can't think of any other flavors off the top of my head. But apparently one of them is Pitch Black. Whatever Pitch Black tastes like, I don't know. But um, the match, we don't really know what it is either. The only description we got was anything goes. So it's kid, no DQ match. Um, Come. <laughs> LA, LA Knight comes out. Yeah. Um, then the lights go out. And LA Knight was appropriately dressed for his uh, stripper glow bowling event that he was attending later in the evening. Um, so he looked like a black light on a mattress, but that's fine. Bray Wyatt comes out. It takes about three hours. He's got cum stains all over his face. For those of you who think we're just being like really gross, please look like it. It was so doesn't look like that. It was so disconcerting to watch. I was just like, this is like I always felt a little weird whenever Jeff Mm. Hardy would always do the black Mm. light stuff. I'm like, that looks like you know, the stuff. And then this match, I was like, wow, we're we're really not being subtle here, are we? Um I I suffered through it. I didn't really pay attention. At one point, Bray threw 
I was on Eli, double time. Eli Drake threw a table and it basically exploded green everywhere. Um, that's really the only way I can describe it. Looking at it later, I think it was a bunch of glitter. Um, yeah. Eventually, mercifully, the match ended and Uncle Howdy Doody came out and did a coffin flop off, uh, off something. Fucking ate it, too. Oh, and, you know... Totally missed. Like, was not gave, even close. People gave Willow a lot of shit for that table spot when Anna J, with Anna J, where they should have been blaming the table because there was no way it went right. Or they just, you blame the person that jumps, not the person that took the bump. But that, Uncle, that always, but that, anyway, anyway. Uncle Howdy Doody had a much bigger landing zone and fucking missed all of it. To quote Brian Alvarez, minus five stars. This 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 might be worse than that match. Given the fact that it was corporate sponsored, and like it was Bray Wyatt's first match back in the company, like they've been working on this since November. So here's what yeah. I here's what I want everybody to do: suffer yeah. through this match. Remember that LA Knight is Eli Drake, and then after you've suffered through that. Go back to the first episode of NWA Power and listen to Eli Drake cutting his promo about being real men and fighting and real wrestling and no gimmicks and no frills. I am convinced and then come watch, signed and then WWE. come watch this match again. I suddenly Cody Rose doesn't seem like the biggest dummy. Well, wait until he starts working with Bray. Uh, <laughs> oh God, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Because I mean, he's already fixed racism. Well, here's <laughs> he's gonna fix Bray Wyatt. Here's the thing: Bray Wyatt is just the character killer. You go into his orbit, you fucking die. It's happened with everybody. Uh Seth Rollins, Prince Devitt, like anyone who wrestles this dude, they like lose. <laughs> he literally killed lose. Prince Devitt in his match. You snapped his fucking neck in half, and then he kept going. They don't lose momentum. It's like it's like they have negative momentum. It's like they they're ruined. It's like leave the territory shit. But then they just show up the next week anyway. Bray Wyatt fucking sucks. And it's like <laughs> there's another thread on that message board. Is Bray Wyatt the worst wrestler of all time? <laughs> I mean, yeah. here's the thing. Some people want the Mountain Dew pitch black match and they want the Royal Rumble. They love WWE. We'll talk about it when we get into the show later, but it's like, I don't know. I, I just want Hangman, John Moxley, <laughs> like Darby Allen versus Samoa Joe. Uh, I'll even take Timothy Thatcher on my TV because he's facing Danielson. Uh, Takeshita versus Brian Cage. I'm like, yeah, I know. That sounds like way more fucking fun. Then the Mountain Dew Black Light come match. Like I it there it that match was literally that I think you should leave sketch where they go on the ghost tour and they just are <laughs> being so cringe. That was that match where it's just like this sucks. You're really cringe, dude. I Bray Wyatt's so done. Um, I there I, I still think that there's a way to make him work and like the creepy Southern way, but it's like, he can't, 
He is either the worst wrestler of all time and dumb as shit. Like, fucking stupid. Or he's doing a better job than Andy Kaufman like could ever pretend to do where he's like these fans fucking suck and I'm going to just shit all over their precious television and they're going to throw me roses. Uh, if it comes out that this is like some like Andy Kaufman like super super scam Bray Wyatt is my favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> like he is that is some genius shit man you took a big risk putting that soundbite in the podcast (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be everywhere it's gonna be our intro now it's the new intro every time the theme bray wyatt bray wyatt is the greatest wrestler alive no sorry he is the greatest sports entertainer alive um so more sports entertaining stuff happened I don't really need to talk about much of it. Chelsea Green's back. Like, officially? Lasted five fucking seconds. And yeah, she's officially back. I guess she was on the show, like, the Monday night. I was dying whenever the announcers were making such a huge deal about Nia Jax being number 30. They were like, oh my god! And they botched her entrance! Yeah. (laughs) Which is super fitting for Nia Botch, but Thankfully, the rumors seem to be that she's not actually back with them full time, and it was a one-off, which the rest of the women can be thankful for. Or she's she's going to have a special match at WrestleMania where she accidentally performs a public execution on some poor women woman on the roster. Like, jeez. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Other stuff there, happened, and then there was the end of the show. He, I'm so fucking done with the bloodline stuff. It's, it's it's the same thing. These people who are like the bloodline is the greatest thing in wrestling. I'm like, you need to fucking pick a new sport. You need to watch a new show. That's genius to you. They tell the same story over and over and over again. And I'll tell you what's going to happen. Even if, sorry, even when Roman Reigns beats the shit out of Sami Zayn up in Montreal, the odds of Sami Zayn just going right back into the bloodline because that's the same exact story that they keep telling is high. Like, I just, I don't see how anyone could care. Even the match itself sucked. How do you have a bad match with Kevin Steen? I don't even think that it's, it's Reigns' fault. It's his fucking company. Does the roller coaster beat him at the big one? Has to. I would say he has to because that's the story that they're telling. But honestly, I don't think they know where they're going. I think they're on a roller coaster and they're fucking panicking because there's no end to the roller coaster. They don't know what it looks like. The codester. These people don't know where the train tracks stop because it doesn't matter what they fucking do. WrestleMania basically sells out by itself because it's WrestleMania. People are going to throw them roses for telling this dumb fucking story with Roman Reigns where it's like, cool. Like he's, I don't know, Bruno San Martino for the TikTok generation. Like <laughs> fucking sucks. It doesn't matter because they're playing with house money. Or two. Do what? I think they signed another athlete TikToker too. I mean, at this point, but my point is, it's like, it doesn't matter what they do until they get like, 
I think they're going to sell for a shit ton of money and then they're going to get fucked on their TV negotiations. Mm-hmm. And then I think you're going to see some desperation and they're still going to make a ton of money. Don't, don't misconstrue what <laughs> I just said, but they're not going to be making the money that Fox gave them the last time around. Um, and honestly, if it gets bought by say NBC universal, like there isn't going to be a TV deal. It's just their show. So all of this is so precarious. Vince McMahon keeps getting lawsuits for raping people. And like, uh, this is wild stuff. Fuck this company. And I'm going to, I'm going to say this now. If anyone thinks I'm watching WrestleMania, you can, we might not even do a show that week. We might just be like, no, the indie show suck. WrestleMania sucks. We'll, we'll just cover ring of honor and move on. fuck this company any any closing thoughts on the show before we move on to greener pastures yeah this place sucks (laughs) i hate this place like i said i felt like i like ran headfirst into the wall like three times and then spun around really fast like and and drank a bunch of mountain dew so not only did you feel that but the following people also felt that Oscar, Lacey Evans, Liv Morgan, Mia Yim, Michelle McCool, Nikki Cross, Piper Niven, Raquel Rodriguez, Ray Ripley, Shotzi, and Sonya Deville. Those were all the people Nia Jax eliminated. Yeah. Oh no, those are the people who eliminated her. She didn't fucking toss anybody. I got it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> well, they probably still felt like that. <laughs> um, my closing thought is. Don't ever look me in the eye again and try to tell me that this women's division is better than the one AEW has now. Because it's fucking not. It's not even fucking close anymore. Even their former good girls are phoning it in and look like shit. What the hell happened to Io Shirai? Yeah. She went the Nakamura route. Like, don't even try to tell me this division's better. It sucked. I mean, on paper, probably. And if you're going to go based off of quote-unquote stories, sure. I... I'll concede that. Whatever. But it's like the AEW women's roster hasn't really fucking done anything new besides just have like a a new, well, a new like uh, core group of women Mm. that they base the division around. That's really the only thing that's changed. Like, uh, I even think they're telling less stories with the women's division than they have. But it doesn't matter because the matches fucking rule. Partially because we're building to a match involving half of the fucking rosters. So yeah. That is the entire. <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm just like, they have so much room to grow still. Like, it's like they're. Oh, yeah. The AEW women's division could legitimately have its own show. And could you imagine watching the WWE version of just the women's roster show? Besides Total Divas, I mean. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't mean to be a little shithead there. But like, no, I, I totally agree. And it's if anyone says that WWE does this better than anything Tony Khan books, I'm like, you're you're fucking dumb. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you're we don't like the same things. I like good things. I just like good things. Things that are fun, things that don't make me feel <laughs> like I stuck my head inside of like a paint can shaker for like 10 minutes and then watch wrestling fuck this company we're totally watching wrestlemania this year aren't we 
I mean, we have to watch the Cody match. We have to see how that plays out. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, I... I think the shine is going to come off of Cody so fast, and then he's signed there for another two years. At least. Uh, I th- I think things could go really weird. Like, really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, if we can start making trades where we're like, hey, we'll <laughs> send this AEW roster member over. Like, Ricky Starks was backstage for the Royal Rumble, he was hanging out with Cody. Could you imagine how shitty he would be in WWE? Like he'd get paid a mm-hmm. ton of money, but he'd probably be in that shitty model group. The what? The shitty group of the the boy models. I. It's a thing. I... What? They had they had Eli Drake like leading it for a while. Is this like an NXT thing? No. What? <laughs> yes. They were like, all they did was like take like runway poses. And Eli Drake was like the forefront of it with his fake sister. Are you talking about Otis? No. <laughs> no, Otis's love story got fired for posting porn. Uh, a couple quick notes I want to get to before we do our dynamite review. Um, so. For those of you who, ha- who haven't seen it, Bloomberg did an absolutely insane cover for Tony Khan. It's uh, it, fucking awesome. It is the most coked out, worst Photoshop thing I've ever seen. It is wild. But if you move past the surface of this absolutely insane thing, uh, inside Bloomberg, you know, t- obviously does a profile on AEW. It says AEW is considering starting a streaming service, likely through a deal with its broadcast partner, Warner Discovery, according to a person familiar with management's thinking. With Tony Khan. Also, AEW broke $100 million in annual revenue. Fuck the haters. That last part wasn't in there. I added it for effect. But. Tony probably said it and they had to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Fed. Um, Let's so, go. <laughs> this is going to be the best interview we've ever had. Let's go. Yeah, I just woke my cat up on my lap. Um, <laughs> sorry, baby. Um, yeah, all of this is like really big news. Like Tony Khan's basically laying out the breadcrumb, <laughs> breadcrumbs that there's going to start a wrestling streaming service. Um, And then also it's like publicly we made this much money, you know, their Mm -hmm. books aren't public in the same way that WWE's Mm -hmm. are. So the fact that we get some insight, um, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm taking this as gospel. It was reported by Bloomberg. So I don't know, but yeah, they pulled in a hundred million dollar or sorry, over a hundred million dollars in re- annual revenue, like that's a huge deal for them. Um, let's see, any thoughts on that? Does it qualify <laughs> as news that they want to start a streaming service and probably through their broadcast partner? <laughs> no shit. Yeah, but 
for what that could potentially mean for their like for TV for pay per views, I think I think it is newsworthy. They did also launch a big big thing with DAZN internationally as well. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know much about the details of it. Yeah, I was going to mention something about that, but I don't know the difference between what that's going to look like and what they currently do with Fight, which is fucking amazing. I will always recommend that you do that as long as you can. Um, let's see. AEW has now ran longer than the entirety of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Man, there are a lot of so... upset people about that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Wrestling discourse is fucking stupid. We have to chit chat with WWE fans and also chit chat with people who are like Jim Cornette is their pastor. Fuck off. At least we got each other Mm -hmm. and a sick ass episode of dynamite. You want to walk us through it? I do. Ooh. One more tidbit from the article though. Fight forever is likely coming out this month in February. Whoa. That's not like a thing that you just like randomly say. No, it's coming like this month. Well, last I heard, it might have gotten delayed because they couldn't get like a teen rating. It was like super mature because of all the blood and shit. So, yeah, well, sweet. I uh, I don't know if I'll be able to play it, though. I don't really do next gen consoles. But I, we'll I still I the only video game I play is the remake of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. <laughs> But I do have an Xbox because I bought it. It was cheaper than buying just a 4K player. And it played 4K. It was That's literally hilarious. cheaper. <laughs> so I have an Xbox. I had a friend who was like really twisted my arm to start playing video games again. And I realized you can basic. So my current setup for video games, which I might not do for too much longer, is I open up my iPad connect a xbox controller i don't know which one it is i don't know if it's the newest one or not i I don't really xbox i'm a sony kid but i hook up the xbox controller via bluetooth and then open up the whatever the online streaming thing is so i don't even have to own an xbox i can just run cloud games off of xbox through a web browser shit rules Never paying 500 bucks for a console. Anyway. Um, I I would be interested in playing a wrestling game again. Because it's been too long. So yeah. Sick news if that's true. Mm-hmm. But Dynamite. Yeah. We opened up with Moxley Hangman. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um this might be my second most favorite match of the year. It was so good. I was fucking ruled. I but mean, like, could you imagine what people would be saying if like SmackDown opened with a match like this? People would be losing their minds. What an awesome match. I usually get grumpy about like rematch after rematch, and I am so excited for the inevitable Texas death match or whatever stipulation coming. lights out match that we're going to get at Revolution. See, that's what I was thinking. I was like, if it's lights out, that means it has to go on mm-hmm. after the main event. 
You can do that. You could, or you could also do a dog collar match. Mm -hmm. And I think that would be really sick because it's one of the few things that like Vince McMahon hasn't ruined in the history of wrestling. And Tony Khan has like the perfect grasp on it. Um, yeah, I, this feud is awesome. I don't think we're going to be getting the tag team like I had pitched a couple weeks ago. Um, I just know the promos between these two for, what, the next month? How many episodes of Dynamite do we have? Talk me through how you feel about this, and I'll, I'll let you know after I look at it. So, yeah, we've got... I guess we've got four episodes until we hit Revolution. One month. Yeah, one month to build to it. Which, like, I've said the whole time, Tony Khan's not very great at building towards pay-per-views. Like, the home stretch gets a little a little muddied. Yeah. Uh, there's, you know, there's been some exceptions to that. But, dude, if he sticks this landing, I think if we just go from full gear to Revolution, like, that window, that might be the best gap in, like, TV wrestling history. Like, this shit is crazy. We're having, like, at, we're averaging in 2023 two four-star matches on each episode. That's wild. There's never been a wrestling promotion like this on TV. Ever. Ever. It's I like hope- you fuck, fucking PWG meets, like, WCW. Like, we're in a, we're in a golden era right now. I hope they don't do last man standing because that's the other one I could see that it doing. Sucks. And those counts get super annoying and I don't like it. Eight! Yeah. <laughs> First blood match, it goes 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of what other stipulation. I, I, I either want the lights out match after the world championship match, or I, I want a dog collar. I, I like the idea of doing lights out because it continues this whole story of MJF getting undermined in his moments because now he main oh, events, he main events revolution and gets undermined because he doesn't go last. That's and it's the perfect. fucking hangman. Like, I like that. So I like that a out. lot. <laughs> and then it gives him something to just like really complain about. Mm hmm. Man, I love that. Good thinking. Dude, we fantasy book with the best of them. Mm-hmm. Just saying. We need to do a spinoff show where we just fucking fantasy book for two hours. Um, What do we have after that? Um, Is it a promo after that between matches? I think so. <laughs> this is why I want you to do show notes. I know. Because I'm just like, I flesh out the rest of it, and then I'm just like, we get to dynamite, and I'm just like, I'm just a happy puppy dog. I'm like, and then this happened, and then this happened, <laughs> and life is so great. I watched it so late. It's a uh, we're off to Edmonton for a track meet tomorrow too. So like my last like 48 hours have just been go 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 go, and my brain isn't totally functioning. But uh, how, how long is your meet for? Uh, we come back late Sunday night. Like it's only a two day thing. Okay. Uh, so. 
what kind of events do you have for indoor track? I know we're getting like off off mm-hmm. topic for a second. I mean, the only real adjustments are you take like the hundred down to a sixty so that it can be on a pure straightaway because the the facilities are smaller. Like outdoor ones are four hundred meters, the indoor ones are two hundred meters. So you have to cut that uh, that race down, um, and then a couple of the other distances change within canada because our university system's a little bit different on the events they do a 300 and a 600 instead of a four and an eight or instead of two four eight i guess so those okay. those are the only real big changes and you can't do a long hurdle race indoors because you have to do multiple laps so unless you have people running out to set the hurdles up each time you knock them over it ain't gonna happen so but other than that it's basically the same okay i think i would like that more to be honest like if i were an athlete i think i would like the the indoor winter ones more than the outdoor summer it's nice everything's climate controlled you don't have to worry about anything that's what i'm saying so that's, um, that's a huge thing outdoors um i can i was gonna say i can walk us through the rest of this um oh no, i got it now i found it um okay but yeah oh i guess we're doing uh yeah we're doing the bunny against jamie hater which is kind of random yeah so that segment where bunny butcher and blade you know challenge mm-hmm jamie hater and... and then we get to the outsiders beating up Britt baker which i'll say this like that that's wwe shit which makes sense because uh, they're WCW the outsiders shit if we're being really well yeah that like, yeah, if we're you're, gonna you're being totally honest they're like oh never mind we're gonna undercut what's happening here and go somewhere mm. yes that's that is wcw so my only connection i'm wondering is... excellent call did we put the bunny in that segment to please satiate me and have the bunny and Penelope join up with the villains for no reason at all outside of it being a better match than Anna Jay and Ty Mello? Because I'll accept that. I'll I'll take that if that's how I get there. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that one bit. Um, um Billy Gunn gets swindled into giving his kids a title shot <laughs> against the acclaim next week. I think it's next week. Yeah. Yeah, it's next week. I'm legitimately worried. I um I I'm I've made people eat shit on the ass boys. Like mm-hmm. people are like the gun club suck, and I'm like, mm-hmm. give them a shot. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be an annoying little tag team. Like, just you'll end up loving them. And sure enough, everyone mm-hmm. I said that to are like, okay, they're mm-hmm. a really cool little homegrown tag team. I am fucking worried that they're gonna win the tag team titles next week. I think they are gonna win them. Right? And like the same, and like mm-hmm. I feel stronger about this than I did with Jarrett and Lethal challenging for the titles. Where I was like, ah, uh, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, no, I I fully expect uh, them to win. Right, I kind of would put money on it, and mm-hmm. I don't know if, based off of the way that Tony Khan books, we don't really have transitional champions just as trans like transitional mm-hmm. champions. Like, I think that's happened once before with the TNT title, not counting Darby. Um, like, you know, the Scorpio Sky and mm-hmm. Guevara stuff. Uh, I wouldn't hate it if the Gun Club won and then at the pay-per-view, the acclaimed get them back. Um, I don't know. Because I don't know what the acclaimed do if they if they lose. I mean, they're still a really hot act, so I don't think I would end the tag team run now, unless it is to like you know switch the titles a couple times. I don't know. I kind of get the vibe that they've 
they're getting they've almost got the mileage they can get out of out of daddy ass with them so i don't i don't hate pulling the trigger on this right now i think it's i think they'll need a little bit of a time away soon to kind of make people miss them for a little bit yeah i mean i know that i know that people hate you know the the acclaimed shtick i get it but i'm like i'm not really burnt out on it it can get a little annoying but i'm like it's still getting over huge in arenas oh yeah like huge and I, i think it rivals anything else in the company so i'm just like i would now be the time to do it like would do you do you pull the plug leaving people wanting more before like they overstay their welcome and they're like well shit now we got to get the titles off of them so i i mean either way i think they're they're losing but i i I like the idea of it let's see yeah i'll i'll let you move this on yeah so that's that is what it is um It was a really good Brian Cage match. Yeah. I'm not surprised because it's Takeshita, but... Well, before we get there, we're not getting Hook, Jungle Boy, no, as tag no. team champions. We have, we have cleared that out, that that is over, it's done. Which, Which feels weird to me that we don't get like a, a blow-off match between the two of them. We kind of just move on. Um, I kind of like it. I don't mind it. But I, I I want more reason than just Jungle Boy saying no. I mean, it um, might come back in like six months and we might revisit it. It certainly wouldn't be the first time we've had something like that with Tony where we get a little nugget and then six months later, it's like, oh, remember that thing we did like eight months ago that lasted 30 seconds? Here's why we did it. I think they're going to face off in a number one contenders match. Hmm. Um, it could be for the AEW title. But, but honestly, I think Jack Perry going for the TNT title is just perfect. And then does the open challenge gimmick. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So let's talk about Takesh to Brian Cage. Um, this was way better than I it had any right to be. I did not expect it to be this good. I liked it better than Danielson Cage. Uh, I the finish to Danielson Cage was really, really good. I like the last like half to like two thirds of that match. Um, Takeshita finally gets a really big win. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine here's okay. So here's the thing about Brian Cage that I'm so confused by. The dude openly like shit talks the company. And then eventually comes back mm-hmm. to basically job out to their biggest people. And then like people are talking about how, oh no, he's going to, he's going to sign with WWE in a couple months. I'm just like, uh, I mean, okay. I mean, I guess if he's going to leave, like Brian Cage and WWE is so funny to me. It's so funny to me. And jo- if that happens, enjoy, you know, Brian Cage and, carrying cross but yeah i i thought he was really great here so much so i wouldn't mind him kind of breaking away from the trio and being a singles guy in roh i think it would be really good and then to look great 
It's going to be a huge year for him. People already think this guy is like an, a legit contender to the world mm-hmm. title, and he hasn't even won matches yet. So we'll see you next week. He's wrestling MJF. He and, is, uh, yeah. We'll see. So our way to get to Ricky Starks getting back to, to Jericho is he's got to do a shitty gauntlet thing. This was the one thing I didn't like. I, I'm i not excited for it. Literally during the segment, I had a friend text me and he was just like, so is running the gauntlet the only fucking heel story that we have in this company? And I was like, eh, you're not wrong. But if the matches rule, then I'm happy. Like, I I don't mind it. But yeah, I don't. It's just a newer take on that. But I think gauntlet matches are kind of cheap. They're going to make Ricky Starks look awesome. Mm-hmm. And then whenever he loses to, you know, the final person, it's going to be like, well, of course he lost. He had to fight like five other people. So it makes sense. What did you think? of timothy thatcher's AEW appearance i i honestly i think timothy thatcher is one of the all-time greats at losing the fucking crowd danielson is on a red hot run and timothy thatcher's like what's that you want to grapple fuck on the mat cool bathroom break like it's 2023 and Danielson is like putting together a wrestler of the year case. And then Timothy Thatcher is out there with like his mangled ass, Chris Benoit teeth and working that shoulder. I mean, as far as working a body part, he did awesome. He definitely worked mm-hmm. the shoulder. That was his job. That was, that was the gig. Um, and... Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if you have any thoughts on this because I was like, uh, I think it's just fine. Yeah, it was all right. Um, we did learn later on who his final opponent is going to be. Oh. It's not Nigel McGuinness. Or Kenta! Or Kenta. Like how? Roosh. Which, honestly, I, I've come around. Roosh in AEW is really, really good. I I was probably the most hesitant person uh, and I held out for as long as possible, but where's my Kenta? So like, I got come a, on. I got a rough translation of like what he <laughs> sure. actually said in Spanish to MJF, and it was it was kind of well, yeah. Long. He he called him a dog. Yes, good job. <laughs> um, he, he also it. <laughs> in a lot of other words said like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'll beat the shit out of Danielson. I'll take your money. And if you try and pull a goddamn thing, I'll take your championship too. So yeah. the, there yep. was there was a real promo in Spanish, not just babble. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's I, that's the match. We're getting to finish that I, one off. I am a little bummed, but that's okay. That's okay. Just, it's it's still going to be a really fun match. It's going to be a great match. I wish there was another after it. I wish it he wasn't the last stage in, in that, um, that seems weird. Breaking news. Oh, uh, Apparently, Voices of Wrestling re- leaked it earlier. Uh, we have tape dates for Ring of Honor. Oh! 
Ring of Honor is taping February 25th and 26th. Uh, I don't know when those are going to air, but um, it looks like wrestlers have started canceling dates. And uh, so they're bringing in a bunch of indie talents. So so. we're going to get a peek at who's going to be showing up just by following canceled bookings. You can probably put the clues together yeah. if you look at your local indie and see if anyone oh. you know canceled. Oh, this is going to be fun. I know. Just We're putting at- it together. Like I'm excited. Game time. <laughs> Fucking scavenger hunt. Let's go. Could how you many, imagine how many shit indies can we find? That's that's the show that we we stop recording this and then immediately head into like us doing like private <laughs> detective work <laughs> and it's just dead audio for like 2 hours. And you're like, oh, <laughs> Zack Ryder canceled GCW. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I um, mean, Blake Cuckstein probably has to cancel GCW. Why do people hate Blake Christian? I like, just think I just it's don't funny like... to call him that. <laughs> people hate that dude. Oh, like, yeah. He's, he's fine. Like, I don't know if he's like running like a dickhead gimmick on the indies, but I'm like, I mean, it's, like... it's largely the GCW crowd that hates him. Okay. And well, I don't, I don't follow that enough to know why. So, yeah, we we wrote that off. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's just like he's the the little uh, donkey version of Will Osprey. It just is what it is. Um, so yeah, ROH coming soon. We might do game time next week. Mm-hmm. Pick our rosters again. <laughs> yeah, one one year later with a little more clarity. <laughs> um okay so yeah i'm guessing probably once we stop recording we're gonna have where it is who's main Mm -hmm. eventing yeah um so what do we have next uh next we have the tbs championship jade cargill getting win number 5-0 over red velvet were you a little convinced that red velvet might get the win they did a great I really liked the match. They did a good job. They built it up like Red had a fighting shot. Yeah. Like they sold the match and the dynamics of what should be a routine 50 really well. And I mean, like Red did have that moment, right? Where like ref and bullshit and all that chicanery, but no, I, I thoroughly, enjoy, I, I've been pretty critical on Red Velvet lately, and this was a huge step in the right direction. And unlike some people, I held on to my Jade stock and it is starting to pay some dividends for me. So listen man it's just it's it's getting long in the tooth and i mean they also announced that house shows are coming mm-hmm. i think they're going to be running i think it's a saturday yeah for their first show jade needs reps in the same mm-hmm. way that like there's yeah. other people like uh private party needs reps mm-hmm. brian pillman jr needs reps like there's there's some young talent on this roster where they just need to work more and I th- Jade is definitely one of them. I don't know if she's going to get to, you know, 141 and 0, but <laughs> uh, yeah, she's, she's fine. I mean, hopefully this means that we can start seeing more from red velvet because I, as an original, I think she's definitely underperformed where she should be right now. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've sold all of my Jade stock. I'm just getting impatient because it's not, (laughs) it's not paying off dividends in any way, shape or form. So I like this match though. I thought it was really good. 
And then we get to an insane main event. Uh, I went five. It was so easy. Um, I don't even know where to start. Again! Start at the start, the sweatshirt with the fucking thumbtacks on them! (laughs) People want the Mountain Dew pitch black match. I want a no holds barred TNT championship mm-hmm. match between Darby Allen and Samoa Joe. Like you know that's what, what I want. Let's go with the branding. I want them in a Cracker Barrel clash. <laughs> let's run it back as Another an attendee cough. of the first ever Cracker <laughs> Barrel crash. Uh, was it crash or is clash? Clash. Clash. <laughs> crash at the castle. Um, this match ruled, like. <laughs> I thought he just had like a glittery jacket on mm-hmm. and then like the closer I looked I was like he has thumbtacks on the outside of his hoodie this was the point of the show where my wife just totally checked out <laughs> like tunnel vision on her phone Um, I mean Joe put on a towel like mm-hmm. or, like around his hand yeah. to try, try and attack him because I was like that's genius you can't grapple a dude mm-hmm. who has thumbtacks um so anyway hoodie gets out of the picture uh joe grabs a table darby suicide dives the table it's joe and the cameraman uh like joe's bleeding they start walking the crowd he takes a sick fucking bump on some concrete stairs like darby does of course Uh, was anyone questioning that dude it's always uh, darby Besides the fact, like, besides the part where we went, like, and crawled up the crowd, I loved every part of this match. Um, Darby had an awesome TNT reign. Joe wins the title back after just, like, a brutal closing stretch where it's, mm-hmm. like, uh, what was the sequence of events? Joe wraps the hoodie with tacks around Darby to start choking him. Darby reaches behind and starts gouging his eyes. I was like, the fuck are we doing? Like, this is so the blood and gut stuff. Dude, this match ruled. Um, Darby goes flying across the ring into the corner and Joe hits him with the STO. Darby gets fucking fed up and starts undoing the ring and exposing the, the wood underneath and then suicide dives and explodes through a table whenever Joe's like pieces out and just lets him crash. This match ruled so good. The avalanche brain buster, dude, this is, this is the spectacle I I want. You can, you, you guys can keep your Mountain Dew matches. And we close out with the returning Wardong with his short hair. (laughs) Wardlow's back, baby. Dude, he looks he he looks better without the man bun. Yeah, agreed. It uh it definitely works. This like this <laughs> minuscule repackaging of Wardlow. Mm-hmm. Um where do you where do you think the Joe Wardlow feud is, is heading? I mean, that's obviously the revolution match, right? Like that's right. I don't know or if it's gonna have a stipulation. Maybe to beforehand, because but... there's only gonna be like four or five matches on this pay-per-view. I mean, it's definitely big enough to. Mm-hmm. But I mean, do you have Joe win the title? Does 
Like what what are what are we gonna be doing with Samoa Joe and Wardlow? Because I have no I have no read on this. I assume it's supposed to be a rehab Wardlow project to have him go over big again and try and be a little hotter than post MJF. But does but... he need the TNT title back? Because I think you could you could have him as a credible challenger for double or nothing against MJF. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, shit, you could probably even do all out if Punk's not coming back. Um, I definitely think he's a credible challenger. I just, I don't really know what's left for him to do with the TNT title right now. I saw someone wanted to turn him heel. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? This dude's so over with the crowd. They're, just let his organic push just happen. Just let it happen. Um... Any big picture thoughts on Dynamite before we scoot? Not really. I'm just, I'm curious when, if the blood and guts thing, like when it's going to actually come to fruition. Cause we know that's where it's going and it's how long do you want to make this, uh, this story go before you do the match? I don't know. Well, when was the, the last one was in June, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Or like May. I mean, We can probably bide our time until May. We can just keep we can keep building. By then Statlander can come back and win the uh TBS title and do her thing. Ah, Jade joining the picture and being part of the uh mm-hmm. outlaws. Could you imagine Jade and Blood and Guts? That shit would rule. Statlander's yeah. got to be close now. Has to be. She's got to be close. The timeline, it's unless something went really bad on her rehab, it's... Yeah, I think my big picture thought to close is this show is so good. Like, I think Dynamite just might be my favorite TV show because I can't think of another TV show that I get like basically <laughs> like 50 episodes a year where I'm like, that was so much fun. Like even if you just look at sports, it's like those are seasonal. <laughs> like they're absolutely killing it, and I, I, I think twenty twenty three is going to be like the best year for AEW ever. If everyone stays healthy and they keep firing on all cylinders, this is this shit's going to be special. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have Ring of Honor. We're gonna have house shows. Might have our own app soon. Stuff rules. I'm so happy. Um, so yeah, with that, I think that's the show. So until next time, I'm Jake. I'm Mitch. We're the Bingo Hall Boys.